Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's 9-20, Tuesday, April 20th. It is a beautiful day. The sun is shining. The grass is green. The flowers are getting ready to bloom. Some of them are already kicking in. Uh, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we talk about investing in dividend stocks, specifically dividend stocks with 25 years or more increased dividend payments to their investors. Why? Because it's my money, my rules. This is what I want to do. I like consistent, predictable, and safe, safe investments. Any one of these companies, I would be more than prepared to hold on to for the long term. But I don't want to. I want to buy, profit, and move on. That's what I'm here to do. 1% per week is my goal. So far, this week, considering it's only Tuesday, is a little bit on the light side. We only did one position yesterday. And that was we sold uh, CLX. We sold options on the CLX for 30 cents a share, I believe it was. Today we're looking at QCOM and RPM. Hopefully we get kick into that $1,000 area, which we're not quite there yet. We did collect uh, dividends yesterday for RPM. We collected an additional two shares because of the dividend reinvestment plan. Now you guys can do the same with yours. So we need to change the sell order for RPM because we already got our money out and we're just looking for um, a place to get away from. So we, we bought 450 shares at 461. Our average price is uh, 94.19, uh, but 94.61 is our, our target what was our purchase price. So what we want to do is we want to go just a little bit above that and get rid of this as quick as possible. Um, RPM is only sitting at 93.08, but it's still before market. So we're going to change this uh, to 94, let's say 94.65. It gives us a few extra pennies over and above what we're working with. But we want to change that to 94.65. That gives us a little bit of a... A little bit of profit. We're not kind of greedy. 94.66 sounds good. Let me order to cancel. Sorry, this is what, sound, what it looks like. We're replacing the order that we already had. We're going to sell 450 at 94.66. A limit order. Good to cancel ex plus extended. Extended means it's uh, you know before hours or after hours. If someone's going to be trading before hours, after hours hits my target price, they want to buy it for me. At the 94.66, it can go. And this is to close the position. Now remember, anytime you have a position, you're opening. You can either sell to open or buy to open. Sell to close, buy to close. It doesn't really matter which one you do it, but as long as you open a position, you have to close it eventually. If you buy something, you have to sell it eventually. So when you buy it, it's opening an order. And then you have it until you close it out or sell it. All right, we're sending that. That's in the queue with the replacement. And 
that will uh, replace the first one. But still, it's only at 9308. Uh, CLX, let's open that and see what that one looks like. CLX started up last year at 194. Took about a week or so, it dropped to 180. Shoots up to 239, which is the high of the year in the mid July. Falls from grace to middle, uh, towards the end of February, 176. She's hovering right now at 189. We got it at 195. Now remember, we got CLX at 195. We collected an additional. Um, oh, we sold two contracts at uh, 30 cents a share. Now, 30 cents a share, uh, 200, is only uh, 60 bucks. I know it's not a lot, but that's what we're here we're collecting. Um, and CLX has its dividend at the end of this week or the beginning of next week. So either way, if we hit our target and we sell this thing, which is uh, $195.30, um, it's at $190 at the moment, uh, $189, $190. I really don't see it hitting $195, but it could. You know, $195 is way up here. Let's go. Okay, the high, last 30-day high is $196. I went to look for $195. That could be a tough one to hit, but I'm sure it's going to be there. Qcom is next on the list. Qcom. Qcom started out the year at, at the low of the year at 72.46. Hits that double high, 167. Once in January, once in Feb, once in February. She's sitting at 135 now, and we got the 144s. This thing ain't going to do anything either. Okay, we got the 144s. 144 is not even trading worth of anything at the moment. Qcom. Alright, the 144s is going for a penny, which is not really worth even selling. She's at 135 at the moment. So if we sell the one, yeah. I remember Qcom bit me in the butt twice. Twice. On the initial purchase at 144. And. She hit my below acquisition option because I wanted to generate some income. Hit it. I had to buy it back and try to resell it and recoup. Ooh, I'm not having a good experience with Qcom. But, you know, I did collect the dividends, which is what it's all about. I will uh, collect more dividend, dividends when it comes back around, which I believe is next month. Okay, so I might even have this to collect another five. Um, Shares of Qcom, which would be, which would be you know, not ideal, but hey, it is a dividend stock, it is a quality dividend stock, and I wouldn't mind holding it, even though that's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to get cash flow, so I'm gonna wait up five or ten minutes, see what it opens up at, and go from there, because the um, market maker has a good idea what's going on. Now we already did RPM, so we're gonna pass over that one, go right over to the uh, market watch to find out who is getting ready to pay out in 10 days. All right, <clears throat> so 
we are at April 20th, which is right there. So we're actually bumping into May. Fourth, SRCE. So let's look up SRCE. SRCE. SRCE is at 28 cent dividend. First Source Corporation. We looked at this one yesterday. Okay, so ET and, and FELE. That one we'll take a look at. Uh, energy transfer, ET, ET phone home. I remember that show. My goodness, that was decades ago. All right, ET started out at five ninety three. Shoots up a couple months, find a high in beginning of June at uh, nine fifty five. Falls all the way down to four ninety six right around the election and right after election shoots up finds a new 90 day high of 872 she's sitting around 804 at the moment she has a 30 cent dividend now 30 cent it, it doesn't sound like a lot but a 30 cent dividend on an eight dollar stock that's going to be a tough one let's look at the big chart for et before there's the bell the market just opened up We'll take a look at the seasonality for ET. And that is a nice spike. I like that one. We're going to look at the big chart for ET and see what that says. ET. ET is hovering around 8. Uh, the sellers are just tech, look like it's just had a crossover between the sellers and the buyers. So the sellers look like they're in charge now. So it might be going just sideways. We're going to wait and see what the uh, market maker does this morning. But it doesn't look that bad. The volume is in, what is that, 13, 14 mil? On average, that's a lot of volume. All right, so she's in a downtrend. And it just doesn't look as favorable as I would like it to. Okay, F-E-L-E. Let's see what they look like. F-E-L-E. Thank you very much. F-E-L-E. She says, oh, who is F-E-L-E? Franklin Electric. 15 cent dividend. Yeah, you, you expect to see a 15 cent dividend on an $8 stock and a 30 cent dividend on an $80 stock. But not the case. It was only 15 cents. She started out last year at 48 found its low mid-May at 43. Took a couple of days to get back to 48, but then she stair steps up to 52, again at 59, then to 62, then to 68, and then to 72, and then to 76, and now she's up at 80. She's sitting around 80 at the moment. Let's take a look at seasonality for this bad boy and see what she's gonna do, or he's gonna do with a name like that. It's gonna be a he, who knows. All right, she's got a little bit of a peak in the next couple of days or next week or so because you get dividend coming up. After that, she settles down to a sideways range. Let's take a look at the big chart for Pele. Kind of like Pele, if any guys remember Pele, the youngest soccer player ever. 
Okay, she hits a high of 82.99. Right now she's at 81.20, 81.13. The sellers are still in control. The the motion is is like flat, and the buyers and sellers are converging together, which kind of means it's kind of um, penetrating. You know what I mean by penitent? Creating a pennant where it squeezes the buyers and sellers. So they call it a breakout. You know, so the pennant squeezes. So it's it's lower movement, lower highs and lower. Wait a minute, lower highs, higher lows, and then it squeezes to a point where it's just going to shoot out one way or the other, which is what it looks like. Now they have very small kick. Let's open up the seasonality again so you can take a better look at that kick. Right, right here, you see, we're right at it. We're so close to it. It could be in the next couple of days, and if it doesn't shoot out, it's going to go downward. Not saying that it's going to go downward. Historically speaking, the stock has a tendency to move downward and hit a bottom in mid-May. Then she breaks out again, kind of like all over the place, up, down, up, down, and finally... This could be actually the low of the year in mid-May, which, I don't know, it just, the way the seasonality looks, it doesn't look like something I would want to get into now, but in a couple of weeks maybe, because um, it's a very short, from the way it looks, it looks like a very short window to take advantage of it. You never know. It could happen today. It might not. You never know. And that's just plain, plain simple, because you just never know. The only one who knows anything is the market maker. What's he going to do? Hey, let's take a look at STZ and Bud. They're on the Dividend Achievers, which Dividend Achievers, they only have a 10-year um, consistent run of increasing dividends. Not quite 25, so they can be 21, 22, but it's not quite 25, so that's why they're on the Achievers list. Um, STZ. The STZ is paying out 75 cents. And that's uh, Cons Constellation Brands. Never heard of them. But anyway, Constellation started out at the low at 153, jumped up to a trading range of 182, stayed there from uh, May all the way up until election. Once election hits, this thing shoots up to a trading range of 227. She's sitting at close to the high at 240. She's at 237 at the moment. You know what that means? That means she's awfully close to the high. Let's take a look at seasonality and see where she normally goes this time of year. Yep. She's got about another week or two to hit that peak at the end of April before she starts her summer slide sideways, which eh, doesn't really throw me. So you got about another week or two for this one. And just so happens that two weeks from now, she's going to be paying out her dividend. Now, Bud is on the list next. Let's take a look at the big chart for STZ, just for the fun of it, see what it looks like. STZ. All right, the high is 242. And right now she's at... Uh, 237, which is only like five dollars off of the high. Okay, the buyers are definitely in control, as it is in a sideways trend line. Okay, I like this perfect example of a gap filling. She she had gapped down from 235 to 224. 
She had that little gap down on um, beginning of April. Went sideways. She got filled nicely. Now she's sitting at 237. Who knows what's going to happen? Let's see what the trading's going at for STZ. She had uh, 238 for the bid and a 240 ask. That means there's quite a bit of uh, sellers there. Buyers and sellers. Um, here we go. 240. Not even worth covered call. Because you buy at the 240, you sell the 240 for one for one buck. That's not even a half a percent. Not even well, some of you that want to get two percent per month, that one could do it for you. But not for me. Um Alright, let's jump into the last one. The last one we're gonna look at today is Bud. Bud oh, I think it's Budweiser, is it really? And Heiser Bush. There you go. 114 dividend. Let's take a look at that bill. Alright, so, ooh, I don't like this. Just by taking a look at it, look at all the all the gaps. We're going to go into this a little bit deeper, so I'll show you exactly what I'm talking about. Alright, Bud started out last year at 43, found its low mid-May at 37, jumped to a trading range of 55, and stayed there right up to election time. Right around election time, this thing gaps up. Check a look at this. You got a gap down, gap up, gap up. And on 11-6, which is four days after the election, she gaps up from 56.99 to 62.87. And then gaps up again to 66. Hits a high all the way up at 72. The new 90-day low is... 5722. Now look at all these gaps. Gap up, gap down, gap up, gap up, gap up, gap down, gap up. All over the place. And she has a new gap right here from 414 from 65. She gaps up to 67. Now I definitely do not like gaps because they're good and they're bad because the market maker is just all over the place. No consistency whatsoever. If you want a safe, consistent investment, you gotta have something that is consistent and doesn't go all over the place. All right, that all being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk. We are out of here for today. I'll catch you guys later and tonight. Stay tuned, we'll be here at nine o'clock tonight and going over a wrap up and I'll talk to you later. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.